0: is a website called about.com. A-B-O-U-T dot com. About dot com. And here's what about.com says regarding alternative lifestyle. Okay, Alternative lifestyle. Number one, it says, it gives three definitions or meanings to alternative lifestyle. Number one, alternative lifestyle is a method... Of living one's life that is contrary to social norms. It's alternative lifestyle. Definition number two regarding alternative lifestyle. Alternative lifestyle is an unconventional participation with society. Within society, excuse me. Unconventional participation. Here's the third meaning of alternative lifestyle. Alternative lifestyle is a philosophy or a way of thinking that differs from the mainstream culture or society. That's alternative lifestyle. It will surprise you to hear as well as learn that there are individuals within this church that are engaged in an alternative lifestyle. In fact, I'm going to be very bold and say that each one of you should be engaged in this particular Alternative lifestyle. This lifestyle is called holiness. Holiness is a method of living one's life that is contrary to social norms. Holiness is an unconventional participation within our society. And as number three indicated, holiness is a philosophy or a way of thinking or even living that differs from mainstream culture and society. It's an alternative lifestyle that each one of us, including myself, needs to be engaged in. First Peter chapter 1 verses 10 through 16 it talks about this alternative lifestyle. I want to invite you to take your bibles if you have a copy and open up to First Peter chapter 1 and we're going to look at verses 10 through 16. You can also follow along on the screen here this morning as I read that passage. Concerning this salvation, the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you, they searched intently and with greatest care, trying to find out the time and circumstances to which the Spirit of Christ in them was pointing when he predicted the sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow. It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves but you, When they spoke of the things that have now been told you by those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Even angels long to look into these things. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Be self-controlled. Set your hope fully on the grace to be given you when Jesus Christ is revealed. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. Well, the instruction is very clear here this morning. God says, I want you to be participating in the alternative lifestyle called holiness. God says, be holy because I'm holy. And it's an expectation that is shared numerous occasions throughout the Bible. Let me just share a few with you. For example, in Romans chapter 12, verse 1, we find these words, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters... In view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Second Timothy brings this exhortation. The Apostle Paul, right in Timothy, says this to Timothy. So do not be ashamed to testify about your Lord, or ashamed of me, his prisoner. But join with me in suffering for the gospel, for by the power of God, who has saved us and called us to a holy life. Not because of anything we have done, but because of His own purpose and grace. Our mission in life is very clear from Scripture, from the Bible. And our mission is to be holy. That is the lifestyle we are to pursue. Now, there's a question that naturally arises, and the question is this, well, what is holiness? Okay, we're supposed to pursue this. It's the alternative lifestyle we are to engage in. So what does God mean when He says, be holy? Well, first of all, let me say, the word holiness does not, let me repeat, holiness does not refer to perfection. For that would be an impossibility, and the reason being, we all have what we call this sin nature. So we wrestle with doing the right thing, and we know that we're not perfect. So holiness does not mean perfection. Holiness, in the Greek language, means to be set apart. So when God talks about being holy, He says, I want you to be set apart. For example, oftentimes in one's house, you will find a china hutch that contains beautiful dishes and glassware. The dishes, glassware, and silverware contained in that hutch have been set apart for special occasions. That's the special china, right? It's China that is holy. It's, it's set apart. You just don't bring that out to have a bowl of cereal, right? You bring it out on special occasions. It's been set apart for, for a special reason. It's, it's your holy, holy China, so to speak. Well, likewise, as followers of Jesus Christ, you are special. You've been selected and set apart from the rest of the world. You are different. You are to be different. Why? Because you belong to Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 20 reminds us that you are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. God did not spare any expense to incorporate you into His family. You are God's special china. You are to be holy. You are to be set apart. Now, Peter here in chapter 1 uses additional terminology to convey the idea of being set apart, to be separate, to be special, if you will. Take a look at the opening verses of chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. Peter uses some very, very strong words to convey that we are are different, if you will. Looking at verse 1, we're told that we are God's elect. We have been chosen, okay? And furthermore, it says, in addition to being elect and chosen, we are strangers in this word. Or that word stranger can also be interpreted to mean alien. So God is saying, basically... You are different because of your faith in my Son, Jesus Christ. You are different. You are to be set apart from the rest of the world. You are not like the world. I have called you to an alternative lifestyle, which is called holiness, being set apart. Now let's talk about this lifestyle of holiness. Moving on in chapter 1, we come to verses 13 through 16, and in verses 13 through 16 here in 1 Peter, uh, Peter, he gives us five qualities or five areas where we are to be holy, and we're going to look at those areas at this time. So the question could be, okay, we're supposed to be holy, all right? We're supposed to be set apart. Okay, I'm getting that. What does that look like? Where should I be practicing this holiness. And, and Peter, he gives us five areas. So we're going to look at those five areas. If you want to follow along in your bulletin, you'll see the five areas there as well. You can fill in the blanks. But he touches upon five areas of holiness. And those, again, those are in verses 13 through 16. Here's the first one, first area of holiness that needs to be reflected in your life. Holy living is experienced through your thinking patterns. Okay, that's number one. Holy living or this alternative lifestyle that you are to be engaged in is reflected in your thinking patterns. Look at verse 13 with me. Verse 13 instructs us to prepare your minds for action. See that? Prepare your minds for actions. You are to be set apart. Remember, you're supposed to be holy. You're supposed to be set apart in your thinking. You need to be thinking differently. That's part of being holy. That's part of being set apart from the rest of the world. You need to be thinking differently. That's what Peter says. Notice that verse 13 also says this. Uh, it says, prepare your minds for action. Okay, So this thinking just doesn't come automatically to us. Peter recognizes this. Therefore, he challenges us to prepare. We need to be engaged In thinking differently. And the way we think is all part of this holiness that God has called us to. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says this Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. See that thinking once again. Colossians chapter 3, verse 2 says this Set your minds on things above not on earthly things. So we engage in holiness by practicing the right kind of thinking. So what does this thinking may look like? Here's another passage that does a great job of kind of detailing what this thinking looks like. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 says this, Finally, brothers and sisters, here's our thinking, whatever is true, Whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, what's the instruction there? Think, okay? Think about such things. And when you engage in that kind of a thinking pattern, you look different from the rest of the world. You are engaged in an alternative lifestyle. And it brings honor to God because you are being holy as He is holy. Here's number two Holy living is experienced through your behavior patterns. We talked about thinking patterns. Number two here is your behavior patterns. Look at verse 13 again. We are instructed to be self controlled. Okay, it's referring to our behavior. You're to be set apart in how you act. Holiness does mean different, okay? Different in a good way. Holiness does mean different. Listen to what God says in Ephesians 5, verses 3 and 4. Again, behavior. But among you there must not even be a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity or of greed because these are improper for God's holy people. Nor should there be obscenity. Foolish talk or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. You will put, you pursue the alternative lifestyle, a lifestyle of holiness, being set apart, being different, by acting a certain way. Okay, it comes out. comes out. Number three. Holy living, this... This alternative lifestyle is experienced through your spiritual patterns. And we're still in verse 13. In verse 13 we read that you are to set your hope fully on the grace to be given you when Jesus Christ is revealed. So verse 13 is talking about in addition to not only thinking and your behavior, you've got to have a spiritual perspective. A spiritual perspective that you are living for God. And that spiritual perspective, that, that way of thinking, will also impact how you live in this present life. Uh, Oliver Wendell has this quote. He says, there's an adage that goes like this. Some people are so heavenly minded that there are no earthly good. Have you heard that one before? Okay, all right. However, listen to this. However, to be earthly good, to be earthly good, we need to fix our mind on heavenly things. Okay? To be earthly good, we've got to have a heavenly mindset. C.S. Lewis wrote these words. Listen to these. These are pretty interesting. So this is C.S. Lewis talking. If you read history you will find that the Christians who did most for the present world were precisely those who thought most of the next. It is since Christians have largely ceased to think of the other world that they have become so ineffective in this world. Okay, Did you hear that? What C.S. Lewis, his observation, what he's saying? we got to be heavenly-minded, To be earthly good. That's what he's saying. He's what he's saying. So holy living or this alternative lifestyle is experienced in in this heavenly mindset. Number four. Here's the fourth area. Holy living is experienced through your influence patterns. Holy living, this alternative lifestyle that we are to pursue, is experienced through your influence patterns. Now, I need to bring a little clarity here, okay? These influence patterns. When I speak of influence patterns, I'm not talking about your influence, okay? I'm not speaking to your influence. Rather, what I'm talking about is uh, what influences you, okay? What influences you will affect your holiness, okay? What influences you will determine whether or not you are set apart and are different, than the rest of society. Look at verse 14. As obedient children, do not conform. Okay, there's the influence. Do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. In other words, don't let the evil and desires influence you. Now let me back up way to the beginning. Remember when we talked about holiness? We do not mean perfection. Remember that? And there's no way we can be perfect, perfect, correct? Because we have what we call a sinful nature. There's that battle going on, okay? Doing what is right in God's eyes and and succumbing and fulfilling what I want to do, okay? There's a battle all the time. So we're not going to be perfect. Well, part of living that holy life, that alternative lifestyle, is recognizing the sinful nature influence knowing that we are going to battle certain desires that want us to do things contrary to God's standard and His, His desires. So we've got to you know, understand that. So that's the influences. Another influence that we have, um, and that goes back to our definition in the beginning, you know, uh, a method of living one's life that is contrary to social norms. Uh, there, there's, there's a philosophy in our world There is a way of thinking in our world that goes contrary to what God has dictated and laid out for us in His His Word. And I know you understand that. And so we're living in a world that is working very hard, is working overtime, if you will, to influence us to fit in, to look like the rest. When God is saying, no, I chose you, I elected you, and therefore I set you apart to be different than the rest of the world. And that's called holiness. So we experience this alternative lifestyle through uh, the influence that we allow to come into our life. And number five here, holy living is experienced through your imitation patterns. You experience holiness. This whole idea of being set apart is uh, is really seen and becomes visible through your imitations, all right? Look at verses 15 and 16. Here's the instruction. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. Okay, you see the imitation there? Do you see whom we're supposed to be imitating? Okay, Your alternative lifestyle depends on who you imitate. Holiness, being set apart, being different, not looking like the rest of the world, depends on imitating Jesus Christ. That's what Peter's saying. You are set apart, you are holy when you imitate Jesus Christ. So we always need to be asking ourselves, as we live this life, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? Because remember, our holiness being set apart depends on who we imitate. Who we imitate. You should be known as one who pursues an alternative lifestyle. But let us be clear. It's not the world's definition. It's God's definition. And that alternative lifestyle is called holiness. Let's pray. God, thanks again for just challenging us and... Our life here this morning. Lord, may your spirit empower us daily to be different. May your spirit empower us to live contrary to social norms. Lord, may we live in an unconventional way because because it honors God. Lord, may we be engaged in a philosophy, a way of thinking that differs from mainstream culture. Not for the sake of being different, Father, but to honor you, the one who chose and elected us. And we pray all this in Christ's name. Amen.